Hello everyone, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast where we come together to discover ourselves through our heritage and sharing our experiences in the diaspora. I am your host, Jackie. Hello, brothers and sisters. Once again, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast podcast. I hope you're all doing well and I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. This week together with Randy, my guest, we are continuing the discussion and it's still about Asala versus born in abroad. But anyways, one question about the Asalas. Will you marry an Asala or do you see yourself marrying an Asala? <laughs> Can you marry an Asala as a wife or husband? I don't know what your Chai. preference is. <laughs> Chai. There is God. There is God. My God is my goddess no why um, isn't there and the human yeah. beings can i no why not my why not? i mean if you if you're god fearing if if you're beautiful you know anyway if, single ladies who are listening are you have i think oh charlie grab my number everything my email <laughs> you can take my gmail my yahoo your yahoo. Uh, instagram yahoo. Facebook, <laughs> my skype Everything. Yahoo, Yahoozy boy. Hey, you this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you are hearing it. He's looking, he's searching very hard. Anyways. Oh, I didn't say I was searching. I'm just saying I'm open to uh you know Yo, we here, we here, we here, we here. Yes. Will you be able to do you think okay. you can marry someone from let's say from Ghana and bring the person here to the Netherlands and to stay? Ah, hey. uh, why? Bring the person to Holland. Uh. Yeah, that, that's why I respect those people who can do love. Those. Yeah, love is that's love. why I respect you, you those people. But it's not easy. It. It's not easy. You cannot just bring someone here. Say, yeah, because I had this friend. It has been taking some time for me for he, him to bring his um yet to be wife uh to this country. So actually, it's it's a hustle. But as you said, if it's love, you know, if you love the person, you try all your best, all all that you can to. Uh, bring the woman here so whether i can do it charlie i guess if i'm really in love with that person hey, yeah love conquers all but i'm just saying it's not, it's not easy because if you go to on vacation now and you see someone you're in love and you want to marry the person or be with the person you will fight and do whatever that you can you know to to make it happen mm, why fight and do everything and let's leave it there before you come and offend Maybe. offend me because i used to be one hmm. <laughs> but do you think you are fortunate to be born in the abroad <laughs> i think no matter who you are you are fortunate to be born anyways and wherever you are born you are fortunate to be born in that place because there's a specific reason why you were born there so everyone is fortunate to be born wherever you were born okay there's also this stigma on born abroad kids that they that they have a certain ego like, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm this, I'm that, huh, huh, whatever. And it's like they don't respect elder, elderly people. They talk to, you know, these our parents anyhow. And our parents can't touch them or do really, you know, a lot because yeah. they were born here. You know, they are the white people's children, sort of, you know, like they say it in, uh, in one of the Ghanaian languages that, hey, Bruniba, you know, like white person's child, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Like, do you think it's fair to them because at the end of the day you have to be brought up in a way that it will not only help your parents but also help you yourself you know but if you're being fed like the whole time like oh i can't touch oh, i can't do that. i can't do this this, this this do you think like it's good to you know also for like for your character to 
when you grow up, do you think the person will become a two no person, as you know, people call born abroad kids that they are two no, you know, they have so, so, too much ego, you know, they don't respect mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. They look down on mm-hmm. people and whatever. Mm-hmm. But you were saying, is it is it fair to? Yeah, I think sometimes, like I think also, like is it fair to the kid, like the born abroad kids, because sometimes it's not them; it's the way, it's just the way how their parents, you know, brought them up. Some people are like, oh no, my kids that have that I gave birth to them in abroad, they are my everything, so I can't, I don't want to touch them. Not like beating, not like punishing, but like mainly like you know, like they are always overprotecting mm-hmm. them and you know making them become sweethearts and stuff like that. So I think it's also not fair to the child because the child needs like you know basic, good, mm-hmm. proper upbringing you know yeah but what do you think about that stigma but i think i think the 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 reason behind that is because first of all what we shouldn't forget is these parents have most of them have suffered before Mm. coming to this country or any other country abroad because jolly them times where people were flooding european countries uk germany holland america you know it's because it's tough it's tough Mm. it's tough to just come here and get papers even to get a state to have a house and to pay your bills to mm. have a job so we shouldn't forget that uh the parents are also doing a good job or they have done a good job mm-hmm. and still doing a good job by raising these kids in, in in this country where it's not a country of their own so i can understand somehow why parents would overprotect their kids because they have come a long way hard work they've sacrificed you know a lot to raise their kids in that country so of course you would not just let your kids be raised anyhow so there's this yeah maybe this this overprotectiveness maybe or letting them feel like uh, special or something because yeah, if you look at the hard work you've done it's, it's not easy so yeah the reason i was i was bringing that up is that i had a friend that her mom came here and you know she was already my friend was already born in ghana so she stayed there and then her mom moved to the netherlands she got married here and everything and had more children so when the mom brought that my friend to the netherlands like she was treated differently than her siblings the siblings were treated more special, like kings and queens, you know, and she was treated like, mm. <laughs> you know, like very, mm-hmm. so mm. that's why sometimes I, I like, it's also not fair because mm. kids are kids and you, yeah, that's different though. That one there. Is... And it happened a lot. It's not only that, my friend, but yeah. it happens to a lot oh, of that people is, too, that were brought here, too. you know, by their parents yeah. whilst their other siblings were born here and, you know, the treatments are just different. Mm. Yeah, we said there's a reason why these people left their home country to come and stay in such a country because maybe i think most of the people they thought like yeah no there's not um the opportunities are not really being given in my home country so let me go abroad and get those opportunities and benefit from those opportunities so you would see your own country your your own country as like maybe like less privileged or maybe like somehow a bit less so i think maybe it comes from there but it's not but does that mean that your child that you gave birth to in that country whom you now brought to abroad does that mean that you should treat that your child with that kind of you know resentment or so yeah my god it's it's an abomination It is an abomination. Yeah, I think that's oh, a true. lot of a lot of people used to do that. A lot, a lot, some people used to do that, and I really think it's really not fair because these kids also need. I mean, just imagine that these kids were being left behind by their parents to stay with family members most of the time with by grandparents. You know, maybe their grandmas. You know, yeah. to, uh, raise them and all that, and then yeah. after some time, their parents come to bring them to abroad, and then yeah. You come here, you think like, oh my God, I'm going to be with my parents again. Lovey-dovey, do-do-do. And then you come here yeah. and then it's a clear 
difference between how you've been treated and your other siblings just because they were born in abroad and you yeah. were not born in abroad but you were the one who also definitely not lose you actually you, you lose your parents for a long time you had to live without parents but your, your siblings were living with their parents yeah. all their lives there's yeah. also really that bit of yeah. unfairness yeah. but is it true that born abroad kids don't respect yeah, elderly no. people <laughs> we don't No, there's this thing that of course in the mind of in the eyes through the eyes of, of, of a Ghanaian born in Ghana and having being raised in this culture of Ghana tradition, everything is different. So, of course, if you come here, it's more, you know, kids, youth have more, children open their mouth easier than in Ghana. Mm. Like if, for instance, here, let's say, um, mm. oh, uh, uh, James, come and eat. Mm. A Ghanaian parents might be angry by such a response. Like when I said, it means I don't have, I don't have an appetite. I don't mm. want to come and eat. And a Ghanaian parent would, would say, hey, you don't respect. How do you mean you say no? How do you come and eat? Come and eat war. Something like that. But a parent, a Dutch parent will say, oh, warum eat? why not? Oh, why? You don't, mm. Are you not hungry? Blah, blah, blah. So because mm. it's more things, mm. I should say, are more mm. allowed in the West than in Ghana. Ghana is more like, you know, you are the child and your parents are like higher or whatever. So you have to respect whatever your parents are saying. You don't talk back to your parents and everything. But here is more, it's a bit more of an equal stand, I should say. Not that children and parents are equal, but I mean, you know, children are allowed to do more, allowed to respond in different ways. And and they're allowed to reject things Mm -hmm. and say no more often than in Ghana. So I think sometimes... Parents just, they, how, how should I put it, they, they, they just uh, take things too far because it's not yeah. that we don't respect. It's just that, you know, it's not our fault too because we're raised in this culture. And, <laughs> it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, this is just uh, the way it is in the West. You don't always have to say yes. You don't always have to do what other people say. You have your own will and everything. So sometimes it's hard to transition from, you know, those two sides of culture. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. And some parents, sometimes they are like, oh, well, it's not that my child that is who's born in abroad doesn't respect, but that's how abroad children call us. Meaning uh, that's how born abroad kids, that's how they are. Yeah. We just leave them. We just take it like that. Because I remember when I came, my, you know, early days, my yeah, beginning, asala, whatever, my asalaness and all that. You know, I, the way I was raised up in Ghana, when your parents say one thing, you should literally keep quiet. You can't reply. You can't say anything like what you're yeah. just saying. But when I came here, I saw like other cousins, they were, they, they were speaking their mind. They were free and everything. And then like my family here wouldn't say anything yeah. against it. They just took it like that. And then, so I started learning yeah. from that, not like to disrespect mm. them. I felt like, yeah, why, why is it that I always have to keep quiet? Mm. Why is it that I have to do everything that I'm told? Sometimes I can also like, you know, talk about my feelings. So I started like trying to do it as well. And they were like, hey you see mm. you do not respect and then i'll be like ah, but that person is doing it why can't yeah. i do it but you you are different you you were brought up in ghana you you have to listen you have to be respectful you have to be this and that and that and i'm like ah hey uh, Allah. i think certain things we we have to we have to there are certain things we can learn from the west and there are certain things that the west or a lot of things the west can learn from african culture uh, you know in terms of respect and everything i think i mean like for instance here a, a dutch kid can just name his parent by his first name. Like if the parents called mm-hmm. Hank Yongoman, they say, Hey Hank, how are you? How how dare you call your father mm. in Ghana? We see. You have to say that. How dare you? <laughs> I know you. you are dead. In fact, do you even know that your father's name is even Kwesi or Kojo or whatever? 
<laughs> me growing up, I didn't know my, I didn't even know my own father's birthday because they said it's a taboo, it's disrespectful. So even ask when your father was born. Certain <laughs> things, you know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> no, but and that's the thing, like things that the Dutch culture, for instance, can learn from African organic culture, but in the other way around too. I think African cultures can learn more from um, the way children can speak their mind in 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 the West and the way they can express their feelings respectfully. Of course, respectfully, respectfully but of that course, you can yeah. express your mind and you can express your feelings because that one too is mm-hmm. it should be normal and and like think people Afri- families in Ghana they they don't talk about sex they don't talk about feelings of the child I know because everything is about listening to the parent listen to the parent but no they also have to open up more so I think both cultures can learn from each other mm-hmm. so I think it should be a mix. I want to ask you one yeah. one last thing also. Do you think that Asalas should be forever grateful? to their parents or guardians, the people who brought them from Africa or Ghana to the Netherlands or to abroad? Do you think they should forever be grateful? Because the reason I'm asking that is when I came up, people will always say, yeah, hey, you, you are like you, hey? Back in our days, when we, we were coming, mm, you, you just came, you got you got your papers, you got everything, everything was handed to you, you didn't even do anything. You don't even know what suffering is. So you should be happy. You mm. should be very grateful. Always mm. thank your parents. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> That one, yeah, in a way, is true because you have to be grateful for the opportunity that mm-hmm. has been given to you. Even though I don't believe in the fact that you should kissing someone's feet and always, always be thinking about, yeah, my but because my parents did, did this, I have to mm-hmm. behave this way. No, mm-hmm. of course you have to be thankful. Of course you have to appreciate it, and therefore also try your best to whatever you're doing in that country to do to do it uh, with your best. You know, if if it's cool, mm-hmm. give your all. If it's at least you know to just as a thank you to your parents you know and and not to waste your life over there because there have been a lot of youth here you know parents bringing them here and they yeah, i don't want to go to school i don't want to work yeah, they've just been street boys or girls not making the best out mm-hmm. of their life so i think in that way in that sense we could have or we should appreciate our parents more because at the end of the day when they die let's say they die in this country it was in their mind to go back you know how many Ghanaians have died in this country oh Pension, yeah. eh? Building yeah, mansions. Yeah, and then they die in this country and you are still here, yeah, enjoying them. And, and they always die nah, early too. That one is, yeah. They don't, I don't know any Ghanaian who reached 80 years in yeah. this country. They because always die stress, before that. Because this this hustling and struggle work. So, work. I mean, we should all think about all of these things, you know. I'm not saying, once again, we shouldn't be slaves to our parents because of that. We shouldn't be slaves because they brought us here, but we should be thankful, appreciative. So, yeah, uh, half, half in a way, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I get that. I get what you say. And I really agree to that as well. I think um, we shouldn't put the pressure on kids that were brought here to always go on their knees and thanking their parents from head to toe. Ah, thank you, daddy. Ah, thank you, mommy. Ah, thank you, auntie. Thank you, uncle. But you can also do that in a way, in a form of, you know, doing your best because it's also not cheap money to bring someone all the way from Africa, all the way to, you know, to Europe or America and all that. It's a lot of money, a lot of stress, a lot, a lot of so many things come together. So when you come in, I think that if you're just being you, doing, you know, your best, and just do we know achieving something in life? That's already a huge thank you to your parents as well, because they got something for, I'll say, the struggle, you yeah, know, but people sure. expecting you to always be this perfect person and always be thanking your parents because they brought you and stuff. No, I think we should mm. totally take that out of the picture because at the end of the day, we are all humans and 
your parents are there to help you. It's their job. So no. it's not like, you know, it's not like you have to be enslaved, mm. you know, to them because mm. of what they did and everything and whatnot. So I think that's my point on mm. it as well. Last, last thing. Do you have any like, well, I will not say advice or some tips and tricks or whatever to, you know, for the people who look down on Asalas and vice versa on born okay. abroad kids. You, you person, Kwesi, Kwame, Ifia, Ya, whatever your name is, you are listening to this podcast. Listen and listen carefully. Shenye, mm-hmm. eh, stop that. Mm-hmm. Stop looking down on mm-hmm. your sisters and your brothers. We are all one Ghana, mm-hmm. all one nation, never backwards, mm-hmm. ever forwards, mm-hmm. forwards forever. My advice to those people, Charlie, stop it. If you were in their shoes, Charlie, you would cry. <laughs> yeah, they're calling me. Now. Stop it. It's no good. Let's help our fellow uh, Ghanaians in wherever, whether it's UK, whether it's the Netherlands, whether it's Germany, whether it's Italy, wherever. Let's help our fellow Ghanaians. Not only Ghanaians, though, Africans. Oh, you are you talking know, about Africans. Tell you, my Niger bros. <laughs> on this map, my platform, we are all, there's friends. no Ghanaian, there's no Nigeria. Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was about Ghana. Charlie, I'm sorry. You we can, are Africa, Africa. Mm-hmm. Morocco, Turkey, Algeria. Hey, Turkey is not part of Algeria. <laughs> <laughs> Senegal, Malawians, my fellow South Africans, everyone oh. who's listening in Africa, Charlie. We are all, Charlie, they are, these are your fellow countrymen. So <gasps> respect and help them. Help we them. are being called bokus. Mm. We are being called, you know, ah, black artists, whatever, whatever. And we, 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 we ourselves, we are also discriminating ourselves. What kind of, what are we? Oh, God help we? us. Oh, my oh, God. Is. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> double O. No, and no, but this is really oh, eh? Literally, you know, the thing is, at the end, yeah, as long as you are human, humans always have wickedness in us, evil in us, some to some extent. So, this will never pass Mm -hmm. away, but still, we should try all our best and all we can to to, uh, help each other, you know, that's the way forward, totally, yeah. To those people who are looking down on the children abroad, especially those in Africa, if we don't speak your language, please, it's not our fault. Don't come and hunt us. It's our parents' fault. Like for me, people are always laughing at me because I can't speak the tree. Hey, you, 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 you don't speak the language. Hey, I want the tree. Eh? Mm. Ah, then they'll be laughing at me. And then they'll be always saying that. And then the moment you say one thing in tree or other African language or Ghanaian language, then they start then laughing. They, ah. <laughs> I, I protest. I strike. I strike from. Uh, I've decided I will never ever even try to learn the language again. So because Charlie is, is oh you have to oh you have to look at what my own people do to <laughs> Charlie. It's not needed. So that thing too. That is please, Let us stop it. Let us motivate each other to if we cannot speak the language to speak the language. Thank you. Uh-huh. So you too, as a lot of people, if you come. And you meet people who cannot speak the language, help them. So that is how we help each other, vice versa. We help each other. That's um, that's true. That's true. Thank you so, 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 so. Monkey for monkey. You did that. Thank you. So- <laughs> hey, hey. Thank you, to, wait, Mr. Wait, wait, wait. Randy. No, no, wait, wait. Let me end it with this particular okay. scene. Mm-hmm. You can never and ever and ever, never, ever define happiness by giving Cheetos to a suppressed zebra. Mm. Say it again. Say it again. Never, ever, 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 never try or you can never define happiness by giving Cheetos to a suppressed zebra. Mm. So with that saying, Nigerian dogs can never eat 
Ghanaian fufu and Ghanaian dogs will never eat Nigerian palava sauce. Hallelujah. I'm already, Praise I'm... the Lord. Thank you for the words so sweet. Listeners, viewers, <laughs> yeah, watchers, students, students, yeah, chiefs, doctors, workers, everyone is listening to my voice. May God bless you. Stay in school or get out. Thank you. I'm even more confused than ever Hallelujah. before. I'm, like, I wish you guys could see my... I, I just opened my mouth. You see, you see, I'm even stammering. I just opened my mouth. I don't forever. even know what you said. My friend, give me. Leave me alone. You'll be confused Leave forever. me alone. Let me end my episode. <laughs> leave me, in my class. Leave me alone. No. <laughs> brothers and sisters, see, on a serious note, on a serious note. Yeah, I was serious. We're not having this conversation to bash people or certain types of people or whatever we are discussing about mm. this certain subject because it has been something that has been going on for a long time i've been through it randy has been through it and we just wanted to like say one or two things about it so if you feel attacked mm. or anything trust me this was not really Thank directed you. to you Karaja. this is just to bring sort of like awareness on all these things so we can just have a conversation about it and let's keep it going and try and learn and you know change some certain things that we've been doing that are really hurting other people others Thank you. Of people so uh hey the brofo has gone no hmm. mm. after all said and done mm. we all love jollof either whatever country mm. they're all one people <laughs> kidding after no, all Randy, we all like jollof give an outro so on the show? <laughs> you want to give an outro on the show we all love jollof that is it thank you jollof unites people mm-hmm. tell us give us Oh, Charlie, if you want to, if if you still like me after all that I said, mm-hmm. God bless you. Then you want to connect with me, you know, I'm a vocal arranger, I'm a musician, uh, I'm an event manager, I'm a photographer. So if in any of those areas you might be interested in, maybe to contact me, uh, I'm on Instagram, Divine Avenue underscore GMG. That is the Instagram account of my gospel band, Divine Avenue underscore gmg and ah oh, my my personal instagram media is not interested it's not interesting <laughs> so forget that one you can just contact me through my gospel band um facebook i'm on facebook randy kwame randy kwame uh don't come and send me hate messages and everything because i will not read them i don't have time for oh, people will not do that only love no, no. the listeners of Africa talk podcast mm, we are not like that we are very respectful we respect ourselves band that one day you didn't say anything bad so uh hallelujah amen, amen. <laughs> well that's Thank what you. i have for yeah. you guys this a week thank you so much for listening thank you for sharing and if you've not shared this with anyone yet please do so so that we just keep it going and keep growing this one I share, pa, <laughs> you have to share <laughs> else people will not hear you <laughs> no on a serious note guys thank you so much thank this you. is all i have for you this week thank you bye Thank you for listening to the Afri Talk podcast. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with everyone you know. For more amazing stories, stay connected by following me on all social media platforms. Find me on Instagram at AfriTalk underscore pod, on Twitter at AfriTalkPod and on Facebook, AfriTalk Podcast. Or you can send me an email at AfriTalkP at gmail.com. AfriTalkP at gmail.com.